So I think one of the things that is inseparable from fandom, especially comic book fandom, is merchandise. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Joe, you, you can attest to this. My entire room upstairs is wall-to-wall action figures, top to bottom. I've seen it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I myself am a human action figure in a museum of action figures. Um, I've ne- I, I, Honestly, it's the truest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> So what I would like to do starting out is I want us to talk about what we would be like as an action figure with the twist of uh, I, w- I would like to personally make Joe's action figure. Joe, I assume you'd w- you'd make mine. And oh, then, of course. Um, Raphael, I, I assume – well, would you like to do the Multiverse Kids as action figures? Yeah, they, they usually cling on me all the time anyhow, so. Okay, so they, they would be accessories anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, all right, so Joe, I, I was thinking about this in the bathroom. I'm ready to go. So I Hit want me. this to be uh, the first Jurassic Park toy line molds, right? We're just we're going to reuse the body mold for Dr. Grant. Um, okay. We're going to switch out the head, obviously. Obviously. Switch out the head, but you, you, you have no bending arms, no bending knees. You're just... Bold of you to assume I have bending limbs at this point anyway. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, your accessories being um, you, a Lou, cat, uh, Joe's cat Lou, <laughs> with like a soft rubber so that you can, much like the squirty dinosaur from Jurassic Park. I've heard what that thing's called. The Dilophosaurus? Sure. Um, <laughs> the inky squirt fella. Um, that'll be Lou. Oh, God. And she'll be able to, to pee. She'll have a little squirt, squirt, I... pee. Um, I also want you to come with the accessories of... Um, coffee, two different, two different coffees, one for home, like a coffee mug and then one on the go, a messenger bag. And if you are the lucky purchaser, every 35th Joe action figure has a natty daddy. I hate you so much. (laughs) In their messenger bag that presumably an action figure Mike stuck there. God, What's a natty daddy? A natty, a natty daddy is. Um, or have you have you are you familiar with um the beer brand Natural Ice? No. So it's it's a cheap beer that like f- is frequently associated with college parties and frat boys. Uh, they have a like malted version of their of their really bad cheap beer. That comes in a like a tall boy can that they refer to as a natty daddy. Oh. It's hell, and I'm still pissed that Mike has inflicted this upon me and has now convinced my sister to inflict <laughs> this upon uh, me on a regular basis. Of the beer cans I've found along the side of the road, the one I find the most is the natty daddy. Natty daddy, drink up. <laughs> you, you usually look at look for beer cans on the road a lot. I uh, I, well, I yeah <laughs> just turn up. You no, know, on my days off, got nothing better to do. I'm just like, what kind of beer cans are doing well on the side of the road? <laughs> You just collect them and collect the change. I'm, I'm, well, making, I'm making a dress. <laughs> uh, how about how about you, Joe? Action figure me up. Uh, action figure you. Okay, so 
Hmm. I think removable facial hair, uh, specifically yeah. so you can you can go clean shaven, mm-hmm. mustached, or full beard. Oh, awesome. Uh, you would come with an array of smaller action figures <laughs> uh, that you that your action figure has hand painted. Uh, so there's also there's so there's also a small selection of paints uh-huh. and a brush, and a magnifying glass. Oh man. Um, there's a lot of tiny little parts that are very easy to lose and or choke on this with is, this particular this is... action figure. There was no oversight in the in, in, in the creation of this. So it's either a McFarlane toy or a Nika find or a Nika toy. <laughs> I'm leaning McFarlane, mm-hmm. but yeah, we'll right. see. We'll leave it to a coin flip. Uh, and the penguin behind you. Oh, but the penguin. Oh man, you can't see the. That's my oh, penguin. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's in the, he's in there as well. Small small suggestion, um, the action figure uh, instead of having swappable heads, it's like the early Ghostbuster action figures where if it was cold, it would make blue appear on the face. Oh yeah, but like after so many years of being in storage, it's just it's always blue. It's always blue. So yeah. I will just have, always have beard. <laughs> well, you know, it's easy for you guys to get action figures. You know, most of the action figures are white. <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah that that is uh that is, we are we are uh unfortunately privileged in this matter I, I yeah. have my luke cage and winston figures and i don't think uh, there's any action figures with my skin tone oh these days, these days i don't know i don't know we'll, we'll go hunting we'll, we'll post it on the insta <laughs> there we go just give me a a, a ninja turtle raft uh, like raft figure and put Okay. Put some kids on me. Do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Raphael, I'm gonna go with the soft head. Um, okay. To the hard head. Oh. Uh, cause, uh, and then you're gonna have giant biceps. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna hang your kids on like um, like a barrel full of monkeys. Oh hell yeah! yeah. There. But children, um, wonderful. Look at us <laughs> nerds. Hey, welcome to Drazzled, the podcast that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. I'm host Jack Colbertson. Here's Suffer alongside me, as always, is also host, Joe Nealis. Good evening. Uh, today we are joined by the dorky papa, the father of fandom, the padre ventilator, Raphael, the geeky dad, for the Be- Geeky Dad podcast. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> Excellent. We're excited to have you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of wild it's taken us this long to have you on. Um, I know. Yeah. You, you were one of the first podcasts to reach out and b- befriend us and- Right, and be encouraging and share all of our our business. Um, maybe I, so I, I, I was, guess maybe I was stalking you guys. I don't know. <laughs> you are our first stalker. Aw, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> uh, so I, it's it's appropriate that you're our last uh, guest for the for our first season. Oh, um, saving okay. the you best guys getting canceled. Last. Um, I tried once. <laughs> he, he, Jack, Jack tried to cancel us, but it it just didn't take. <laughs> I'm. I'll keep on trying. So. <laughs> All Don't worry. Razzle. After this episode, it should happen. That's it. Uh, we'll be sued by McFarlane, and that, that'll be it. Uh, so, all the movies on Durazzled won Worst Picture at the, the Razzies of the year they were released, except when we're given an excuse to talk about Batman. Right. True. The Razzies, for those who don't know, are something of reverse Oscars. They recognize the worst films of the year. Because Raphael is is him, and we are us, and we are all together, we'll be derazzing the worst of the cinematic Batmans, 1998's Batman and Robin, a movie that was nominated for 11 Razzies, but only took home one. 1997. No bat nipples on me. Though. Really? 
Um, oh, thank God. No, I could not deal with any bat nipples. <laughs> I want to be like the cat of bat nipples, just the whole way down the, in the center. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. So uh, here here we are with with I think is easily named the worst Batman movie. Um, oh, hands down. Yeah, the, the, this. <laughs> right. I agree. So I think I think we had mentioned in um in a recent episode that Batman Forever was the first movie to disappoint me as a child. This was the first one to make me angry. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. And I, I was foolish enough to actually pay to see this when I was a kid. <laughs> I was going to ask you what your first interaction was with this movie. Yeah, I saw it in the theaters. As, as did I. Was as... this your first Batman in theaters? No, no. Uh, actually, that would be. Uh, Batman Forever. Mm, yeah, same. Yeah. Which I was young enough to enjoy. I did as well. <laughs> uh, Batman and Robin, I think I said, was the first movie that I was like, that didn't feel good. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I suddenly developed taste because of this movie. <laughs> I, knew, I knew what, what the bottom looked done, like. you Schumacher. God. <laughs> I was a little shell-shocked with all the colors and neon. There's so much. Oh my god, so much. Did you watch the Adam West Batman when you were growing up? I actually did. And this feels like nice. uh, an adaption of that, right? It it feels like it cut off the face of Adam West and where wore it like <laughs> Ed Gein. That's why that's why George Clooney had to apologize to him. <laughs> Speaking of George Clooney, he was like he was sleepwalking in that movie, wasn't he? He was. He was. And I I think part of the reason is that they had banked on Val Kilmer being Batman mm-hmm. pretty much up until they were going to go into production. Yep. Um, Sh- Schumacher actually says that George Clooney did him a favor by hopping on at the last second. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. F- quote unquote favor. We'll get into more of that. We'll though. get more into that. First, mm-hmm. I'd like to rant at you. Okay. Giving you the plot, quote unquote plot. Of giant Batman scare Rock. quotes on that um, word. So let me see if I can just breeze through this real quick because nobody wants to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> especially me. Hey, Batman and Robin. Arnold gets top billing. Inserts. Butts. Yes. Toyetic convertible Batmobile arrives. Is dumb. Why convertible? Chicks take the car. <laughs> Alfred needs a lozenge. Elected official, Commissioner Exposition. Expositions. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, doctorate in puns. Needs diamonds, a.k.a. ice, to power his pun-based chili suit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Damn it. I I hate it so much. Uh, (laughs) Doesn't know that some shit won't freeze. Vodka. Nacho cheese. (laughs) Nacho cheese won't freeze? Um, Every restaurant I've ever worked in with nacho cheese, put it in the cooler, and it's it's the same, same viscous liquid. So if you're ever, like, stuck in an icy, icy tundra, put vodka in your body and nacho cheese on the outside. And you'll be fine. And you'll be fine. Great. Survival. <laughs> no wonder wife's still frozen. <laughs> Ex- I'm doing this like a haiku. But like, if I couldn't count. But count your syllables. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Extreme sports hockey boys make... <laughs> uh, make long, not good Batman 66 fight choreography? Mm, yeah. R- rocket is a rocket that goes boom. Freeze has iron butterfly suit. You forgot the retractable skates. Yes. <laughs> Super <laughs> and retractable skates that popped out when they clicked their heels like Dorothy and Oz. Yes. Batman really good at pre-planning? 
<laughs> really good. <laughs> really good. Absurdly good. Uh, homely Uma Thurman does poison science while pain screams come from back room. Hard to find grants? <laughs> Probably get used to it. Hard to find grants. Can't <laughs> confirm. Robot chicken Dr. Woody makes a vein, yeah. and then she's all that's Uma into a poison ivy. <laughs> he did kind of, yeah, she's all that by way of murder. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or, well, not even murder. Uh, pushing over a table. Yeah. He <laughs> pushed over a table. I guess did it. <laughs> and she got a plant suit. Um, it was foreshadowing for yeah. <laughs> deaths later. Freeze teaches goons to sing. Smokes Bon Jovi cigar. I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna ransom Gotham for money, then for science, because hard to find grants. Hard to find grants. Sure, Barbara. Yeah, <laughs> poor scientists. Poor evil genius scientists. Well, that's your way uh, making sh- weapons for the government. Oh, there is that. Much like in our last episode where we talked about cell phones and polyamory fixes most plots, <laughs> uh, government grants <laughs> actually solve a lot of plots as well. Huh. Uh, shoehorn Barbara Gordon Pennyworth. Uh, Bruce has giant telescope girlfriend once wiped up Simpsons cat lady Pam scares Bruce who scoffs at <laughs> renewable energy poison ivy makes Batman Robin horny freeze arrives to steal more diamond Batman remote turns off Robin's bike then arrests freeze Alfred taps brother to be new ba- new Alfred do the Waynes own the Pennyworths <laughs> they must at this point bike race reasons unknown <laughs> Ivy freeze freeze reasons unknown Ivy unplugs Mrs. Freeze more reasons blames Batman and Robin Alfred gonna die Batman fights Ivy but can't punch a lady but Batgirl a lady can Batgirl punches Ivy freeze freezes Gotham dog freeze frozen while pissing hero fights and falls and fights and puns and wins <laughs> Freeze, Doctor of Puns, gives Batman blue glow stick to save Alfred. Batman, Robin, and Batgirl run in slow-mo towards camera, presumably on their way to the third Schumacher Batman movie. Legend has it they're still running to this day. (laughs) The end. You forgot the bat nipples again. You forgot the bat nipples and the the bat credit card. Uh, But it was a very good C-spot run rendition of Batman and Robin. (laughs) I, want, I knew we wanted to get through this as quickly as possible. Also, that butt was... shots. Also, a lot of butt shots. No, I, a I, lot I, I of butt, butt shots. shots. I? I had to say butt shots. Oh, I did. Yeah. You and did. You mentioned the. You mentioned the the first set of butt shots. I, there were more butt shots. There were more I butt apologize. shots. Yes. I said inserts and butts. Inser- oh, you did actually. Yeah. yeah I, I forgot. Um, but you know, um, the the Batgirl suit does not have any nipples on it. That was probably a calculated choice. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And we'll get to this because, yes, it was a calculated choice. Uh, but first, let's really quickly talk about who's to blame, um, which is another thing I've shortened significantly. McDonald's. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Kenner ruined it by putting toys before movies ah. and story. Yeah. No, that, that is a fair assessment. I think so, everything that I've read about this movie up before uh, coming into this recording has just said – that the toyetic focus was really what killed a lot of this. They had a they, lot of Arctic suit Batman toys in the I, I had at <laughs> least two as a kid. See, here's the reason I didn't. Because Batman the Animated Series also had Arctic bat suits, and they were better. I also oh, had yeah. at least two <laughs> you of just those. had more. I yeah, just had a well. bunch of them. <laughs> uh, 
did you have a large collection of a- action figures growing up? Okay. Yes, yes. But I, I, I never picked any of the, the you know, different suits of Batman. I thought those were really lame. <laughs> I, I like them for the animated series. For the main movies, I just tried to get their, like, movie-accurate one, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So, the, I, like you're the, saying... The toy, the toy never moved, just like the real Batman in the movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, there, were, there was not a single moving... You know what, that actually... Now you, now you just made me realize that my... 1989 movie accurate Batman, uh, based on the Michael Keaton Batman, his head moves, and it that's does? not right. Huh. The action figure does, yeah, yeah. No, that doesn't fit with how his cowl works. Like, it's all one solid, solid rubber piece. Yeah, also the Batman Returns ones do too. Yeah, it's make it it accurate. Well, you have to rip off it. the the cowl, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Kenner, I have some. Well, you're you're no longer there. Womp 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 womp. Maybe uh, McFarlane would do some. Life-like toys like that. You know, oh, I, man. I bet you he would. Especially with the Flash movie coming out. Oh. I I think not only would he, he's probably legally obligated to do so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's and been bound by ritual to do it. <laughs> I will absolutely pre-order that action figure and wait nine months for it to be shipped. Yeah. Because I think he did the Affleck one. That looked really yeah. realistic. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you're, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so one of the the issues with this movie, the thing that just shot it in the foot right out the gate, is Batman Forever came out, did way better than they were expecting. Yeah. And then they immediately wanted a sequel, and they had no time to plan it, and Kenner wanted toys. And they wanted toys – they wanted to start working on the toys now. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the production designs – had to be done ASAP. They didn't have any time to really tinker with them and do multiple drafts because they had to be shipped off to Kenner and turned into action figures. Um, which is why some of the, I mean, Batman Forever stuff looks silly, but also like, eh, all right, all right. Well, there was also like not a push for toys during that uh, during mm-hmm. that movie. Like, like some came out because of course they did. It's a yeah. superhero movie in the '90s, but there wasn't like this massive like, no, we need to build off of this brand for this right now. The the other thing that baffles me is I had those action figures and they were in no way movie accurate. <laughs> so why did you need the designs so far ahead of time? So do you think the the mold was not based on Clooney or Val Kilmer? Mm. Hmm. That's a good question. I, I will say the Val Kilmer Bruce Wayne I had from Batman Forever was actually pretty pretty spot on um i don't i i I did not buy a single action figure from batman robin uh (laughs) but so i can't really remember if the bruce wayne looked like Clooney or not um i assumed they had at least enough time to swap a head out Hmm. possibly uh Maybe. maybe we'll we'll have to have one of our adoring fans send us a george Clooney action figure (laughs) Maybe Bane was like a reject from one of the, the WWF toys. <laughs> I could yeah. definitely see that. Oh my god, from like the like the like the the big arms like yeah. only shoulder <laughs> movement line. Yeah. Oh my god. Put a luchador mask on that that Hulk Hogan and ship him out. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the Poison Ivy figures looked especially bad. I'm not surprised. Um you know, it even to this day I feel like action figure companies have a really hard time specifically with women's hips. Right. Yeah. 
they all look very um not busty busty's not the word right word they have very large hips yeah no it's it's all like hourglass figure kind of kind of stuff going on it's like like i have the jessica jones action figure from the the show and she's pretty petite um, yeah <laughs> and like she's they they do a good job at the top she's accurate there but then she's got a little bit of a hip right and i don't understand why they're all is. probably like one mold that they yeah. keep using <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter if you're getting like invisible woman or uh, phoenix you're getting the same ass <laughs> <laughs> just no matter what we have yeah. that one mold that we've had from since like 1986 yeah it could be like a, a teenage girl, still body of a woman, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just take us right back to the uh, any other topic. Any other topic <laughs> this. Um, so I I mentioned that Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer left, right? Right. Um, he, he, he strung them along right up until production. And the reason I want to bring it back up is because you want to know what movie he went with instead. Was it Thunderheart? No. It was this magnificent movie you may have heard of called The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, yes. Which is considered one of the worst movies of all time. He wanted to go because Brando was in it. He wanted to go because there was Brando. Yeah. I mean, I would too. (laughs) Yeah. It's a hell of an opportunity, one would think. If somebody gave me a piece of paper and they're like, hey, we're going to give you X number of monies to work with Marlon Brando, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. In an island paradise, what's not to love? Especially like Val Kilmer at that point of his career, like yeah, yeah you're gonna take that shot. Um, we will have to do an episode. We'll have to do a series on that someday because that's a very long. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Happened. Interesting. I, I saw okay, the documentary so maybe, on that. That's yeah, crazy. It's amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, the only thing I'll say for here is that the original director was fired. Um, and it was it was like his pet project from when he was like a little boy. It was like his favorite book. Oh no! Yeah, yeah I feel really bad yeah. for him. He went and kind of like went native, mm. and mm-hmm. literally went native. He started dressing in the extras costumes and appeared on set as an extra. Like he's like snuck back on set, <laughs> like after yeah. he had been replaced. Correct. Yeah. yeah. The fuck. But like it's yeah. it's like they're all like muddy and covered in you. You don't know it's him. But it, it's him. It's a crazy movie. It's That's... a why I've never seen the movie. I've watched the documentary. You never did? <laughs> the movie, no. I don't hate myself quite that much, but the documentary was amazing. <laughs> that has uh, to be a Razzie movie, though. If it isn't, it's because they didn't want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> they were too scared to review the movie. Is, is Are you are you trying to ring me? Like, is there, is, Am I going to watch this and I'm going to get killed by Marlon Brando in seven days? <laughs> I, I think you're safe from Brando, but Val Kilmer... I heard right. there was there were scenes in that movie I mean, where he refused to wear pants. N- that that absolutely tracks. <laughs> I can't tell if Joe's joking or not. You know, Kilmer's kind of going off the deep end, right? Well, he's I mean he's got a lot of health issues. Like he can't talk anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think right around the time he was doing Doctor Moreau, he started to go a little kooky. I oh, know really? He, he went. I know he went. Um, e- egomaniac. Really? Like the stuff he was demanding right. for. Yeah, I, f- I forget what it was. Oh, was he like, going so full like turn, rock star? He turned star into rider the real like... Iceman. <laughs> nice. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a story for another time. True. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't uh, I do want to touch on this really quickly just because when we get to the critique, I want to not talk about it. Um, so something that happened on set for Batman and Robin, not Island of Dr. Moreau. Sure. Uh, Alicia Silverstone was horribly body shamed. Yeah. Right. And because of that, and uh, you know, I do do want to discuss it. Um, we'll say her performance wasn't great and that's it. It wasn't. I think that's fair to say. I think she knows that. She wasn't given much to begin with. That's also very true. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't see the point to like uh, of like you know nitpicking her performance, considering what yeah. she went through. Because like having gone through that and everything she was going through leading up to that, yeah. I probably wouldn't want to have wanted to have been there either. So to elaborate a little bit on that, um, there was a specific incident in which somebody, some crew, I can't remember if it was costuming or some other department, did a drawing of her. Um, well, they claimed it was just of Barbara Gordon, sure. like of Batwoman, but come on. Uh, it was it was an unflattering image, and then a PA photocopied it and was handing it out. Well, he specifically what I read was that he put it up at his desk, oh and God. so he had it on display. And then somebody else who was like the who was like uh, with either with uh, like higher up in mm-hmm. in uh, in costuming or with casting, I forget which, mm-hmm. uh, saw it, flipped out, got really pissed of off. Like, She's yeah. trying so hard. What are mm-hmm. you doing? And like, I think that guy lost his job. The PA? The PA. Yeah. But the guy who did the drawing didn't sign it, so, right. he, so no one knew. Nobody ratted him out, so he kept his job. Uh, there, so there's all that. And during press for the movie, mm-hmm. reporters hounded her about her weight. Which, of course, they did not do to George Clooney or Chris O'Donnell. No, right. no, of course right. not. Um, Weirdly sexual questions for Michael Gow, though. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a stud. Banana hammock scene. <laughs> <laughs> I miss him. I he was he was great. I was yeah. just talking with. Yeah. I was talking uh, so fatherly in those movies, right? Yeah, no, he is an amazing fatherly, kind Alfred, like uh, iconic, like. Uh, like he was for the longest time, like the vision of Alfred in my mm-hmm. head, at least until Michael Caine did his take on it. Right. See, I feel like even aside from the animated one, which I like, I love that depiction. Oh, of course. Um, the Michael Gal version wasn't so fatherly to me as he was grandfatherly. Right. Uh, like, he looks the part. Yeah, he looks the part. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to say, and I could be completely wrong here but i want to say he started out doing like hammer horror films or like different horror films i could believe that oh i need to look into Um, that that's awesome i could also be mixing up my burton actors uh (laughs) but for now i'm gonna pretend he was a he was a helsing right (laughs) you sure it's not peter cushing (laughs) i mean peter cushing was definitely a helsing there was a couple helsings Uh, yeah sure yeah by the way peter cushing could have been a good alfred too (laughs) Peter Cushing could have been a good you know Alfred, what? actually. I would, yeah, I would have said you're full of shit until I watched the original Tales of the, Tales from the Crypt movie from the '70s, Ooh. in which he plays a kindly old toy maker. Oh, and I was like, Oh, Grand Moff Tarkin! I, right, I'm so used to him being like Grand Moff Tarkin, or, or like in a horror movie, and I see him like making little toys for kids, and I'm like, Who is this man? I like that. Yeah, no, it's it's adorable. Um, I'm like, I didn't think it would be this this touched by like a Tales from the Crypt movie from the seventies. Um, sorry, I started thinking about Michael Gow and how incredibly is now. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, Alicia Silverstone. Um, 
so I, I was watching the uh Rafael, have you ever have you ever watched the like behind the scenes documentary stuff they have on the DVDs for the Batmans? They did like a like a four part series, like each a long Batman time ago. Movie. Um, I rewatched the ones for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because uh, they're so full of people eating their own bullshit. <laughs> Uh, just uh because like the the burton ones have a little bit of that but also like tim burton Mm -hmm. doesn't care enough to play the game to do that yeah right um whereas and like val kilmer doesn't either (laughs) but (laughs) the rest like uh schulmacher's still trying to like be a part of the business he's still trying to like not apologize for everything that's going on but like we did this for this reason like wasn't it great that we all did this and look at the intention behind this choice like you he ha- he has some hoops he has to jump through, some right. mental gymnastics right. he has to engage in. Which I understand for him. But then there's also, like, producers and other studio heads that are talking on the DVD special. I'm like, shut shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Schumacher was asked about the bat nipples. And <laughs> his explanation for that was, which, like, sorry to backstep a second. What I love about these documentaries is that whoever was cutting it together, whether it was intentional or not, they would take one actor or one studio person's interview piece and then put it against a contradicting piece. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> and, and amazing. It, it's like, it's subtle, but like, it's definitely there. There's a couple of <laughs> like, okay, okay. There's one where somebody's talking about Jim Carrey, who I don't think talked in the special at all. I don't, I don't doubt that like, for a second. They got Tommy Lee Jones to talk. They, Fuck off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I always forget the how. Right. I was like, how did who tricked you into being here? Uh, I always forget how like Texan he is. He's well, pretty Texan. old school Texan. actor in him. You know, he has to participate. Yeah, that must. Yeah, he's like that could be. I'm it. obligated to be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I signed up for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're talking about. I guess there was some bad press about Joel Schumacher and Jim Carrey not getting along. And Joel's hmm. like, that's bullshit. And I, I tend to believe him on that one. Wait, wait, Schumacher and Carrie? Yeah. Because yeah. always, I've always heard about Jones and Carrie. Yeah, but that's right. like Didn't he do another movie afterwards with Schumacher? I think you was it 23? Number 23. Yeah. Oh, that was a yeah. Schumacher film? I think so. I had no idea. Um, Some years later, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. The strange no, thing I, about I, Schumacher, he does a lot of dark movies. Yeah. Except for Batman. <laughs> Except for Batman, which is <laughs> wild. I, as the way that people feel about the Snyder cut, is the way I feel about the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. I would love to see his original intention for the movie, um, specifically because, and I always wondered this as a kid. I, I <laughs> we keep talking about Batman Forever because it's such a better movie, and like that's <laughs> that's a very low bar. It is. Um. So there's in the movie. I don't know if you guys remember this. There's this book that Val Kilmer's Bruce Wayne keeps remembering back to. Right. He's like, it's it's his father's diary. And they talk about um, him remembering, like, this is the last entry my father will ever write in this diary. And then there's a couple of scenes with him and Nicole Kidman where he's, like, being therapized. Uh, and he's like, I killed my parents. Hmm. As opposed to deep. my parents. Were... Right, right. But they never explain it. And there is a reason, and it is it was cut. <laughs> I, I saw uh, I, I saw a still from the director's cut, and mm-hmm. it's like Bruce talking to a giant bat. Yes. So he 
he goes back to the specific place where he first lost the book, the diary, mm-hmm. uh, and is, is confronted by this giant bat. But <laughs> what's cut from the movie, besides that, which I wish that would have been awesome, I guess the only reason that survives is because it was in a, an early trailer. Sure. Is there's an entry in the diary where uh, Thomas Wayne writes, uh, me and Martha want to stay in and play with the kid, but the kid wants to go see the movies. Oh. I don't know. He talks like a 1920s. <laughs> that bastard uh, Bruce. Yeah. So then Bruce um, feels responsible for that, but has uh, suppressed it. Ah. And through working with Dr. Chase Meridian, um, it it gets drawn to the surface. Bastard kid of mine taking me outside to see movies and such. I need this like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> I've been watching the old Superman, the Fleischer Cartoons, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, it, that, yeah. I I love them, and that's how <laughs> like Clark and, and the Chief talk. Yep. God, I love that. It's um, a fun voice. So to, the reason I bring that up is because you're. Why right. did we stop um, talking like that? <laughs> that is that is where America went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that right there. Somebody call up Cary Grant. We all need voice lessons. <laughs> God, I was. I was like, why, do, why, why is Cary Grant on my mind? Oh, the last podcast episode where they talk about him being a proponent of LSD. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a, it, was, it was very early in the um, disbursement of LSD. So it didn't quite have this, you know. Uh, but he's like, and I did wonder if it was me. <laughs> it was the cocaine of that time. Right. <laughs> as well as cocaine being the cocaine of that time. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot of both going around. <laughs> Thanks, CIA. Uh, I thought but, cocaine got prominence in the late 70s. I think so. I don't know. Maybe? I, drugs. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Like, Schulmacher tended to do darker films, and I think if they let him, Batman Forever would have been darker as well. I mean, he did 8mm too, right? He did 8mm, which was awful. And That's pretty dark, he, though. It is. It is very dark. It is a very dark film. It's about snuff films. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh God. Yeah. That's as, yeah. about as dark as it gets. Um. And it's. It was originally written by. Uh, God, I'm gonna fuck up his name. Uh, I think Kevin Allen Walker, who wrote Seven. Oh. If if that gives you any wow. indication of how dark okay. it is, a bit. He he has since disowned the script because it got changed so he, much before. Uh, he wrote a version of Batman versus Superman also. The the writer of Seven, no Kevin Walker, same fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's wild. That's I would I, love to read that. Yeah, I want to see that treatment very um, badly. Uh, he he also wrote Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, neat. And he wrote I think the Wolfman. Wolfman. I said Wolfman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Wolfman with uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, no, no, he no, did. T- not Guillermo del Toro. Be- Benicio. Benicio del Toro. Um, Not the Jack Nicholson one? No. Sorry, I'm just stuck with the image of Guillermo del Toro as a, a werewolf. Man, that would be good, though. Dreams are going to be weird tonight. It's, <laughs> he, But he'd be such a friendly werewolf. He would, though. I want that movie now. God, okay, let's force ourselves back on topic. God. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Now, uh, don't you feel that the reason they made uh, Barbara... Alfred's like niece is because mm-hmm. they screwed over Gordon in the other movies as a character. Oh, yeah, I didn't give a shit about Gordon until the cartoon. 
Yeah. Because I, I didn't think yeah. he was important. I was like, oh, he's just a, he's a cop. He's a cop connection. Yeah. But not that the actor did a bad job. He just didn't. He just wasn't given enough. He, he was, was a, never given yeah. enough. And uh, even in the Burton films, I think like he's mm. just he's just there. It's like a I mean, caricature. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. he gets a little bit of involvement in this one, like he gets as he gets like you know seduced by Ivy <laughs> right. in that one scene, uh, but that's that's it. Like he's oh no, and he gets he gets to turn on the heater in that in that one moment after Freeze that's makes right. everything cold again. <laughs> you know, he felt like that. You know, know, like in the old uh, Adam West show, there was like Chief O'Hara mm-hmm. and Gordon. It's like they merged those two together to make that Gordon. <laughs> that yeah yeah, I think I agree with that because. Uh, a lot of what I was reading was that um, Schumacher was holding the uh, 66 Batman as, like, sacred in, right. in relation to this. Like, he wanted to channel that level of, like, comedic camp. Let's be serious. He probably never read the comic, too. <laughs> oh, no, I don't doubt that for a minute. He said he was a big fan of the Adam West one, which I, I absolutely believe. I believe that, um, yeah. Shit, we were talking about nipples and I got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so the, that's not like you <laughs> no, no not at all let's go uh, to cod piece <laughs> let's talk about cod pieces and nipples here we go uh so the reason that... i'm surprised god. the cod piece didn't have like a cock outline on it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fuck what's that called we did, we had an episode where we talked about this There's oh a visible penis line yes. yeah uh, uh. B- bpl bpl uh, that's it uh George Clooney's VPL. Thanks for well, that, at least Ron. there was no camel toe, right? <laughs> oh. Gosh. George, no. Um, so the reason that there were nipples. Let me get this out, goddamn. I don't want to stop talking about nipples. <laughs> um, Joel Schumacher wanted to represent Batman and Robin and Batgirl, these uh, exaggerated archetypes as greek gods essentially yes uh which is why he's wanted to draw like make them in not only like obnoxiously ripple uh muscular but also anatomically correct so right. which he was not allowed to do with batgirl for obvious reasons, for obvious reasons. those statues but... ha- shows a lot of cock though <laughs> and, and if he were allowed you know he would yeah <laughs> uh they were fine they were fine with male facing nipples but yes and they Definitely imply nipplage, which is now a word I've made, mm. uh, with Batgirl. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was surprised how tame Poison Ivy's costume was. You know what? I am too. Relative to what could have been and and uh, the influence that he was taking with the Greek with uh, the Greek mythology, right. yeah, it could have been a lot more a lot more risque, a lot more yeah. uh disconcerting to the MPAA. Honestly, among all of the costumed heroes and villains, including Bane, hers is pretty <sighs> mundane. Mm-hmm. Fucking Bane. Burn. <laughs> uh, Exit. Well, <laughs> shut up. Please stop it. <laughs> Just... Well, hey, look at us talking about Batman and Robin. Let's take a mo- moment to not to not go to ad. All right, let's go to an ad. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your break, because we're going to talk about more Batman and Robin. <laughs> Just what you always Just wanted. You, more nipples, more codpiece. <laughs> <laughs> if you are the sixth caller, you win yourself a codpiece. <laughs> uh, more codpiece. Talk than about a wasted merchandising <laughs> right there. <laughs> an, an official <laughs> drazzled codpiece. Oh, no. <laughs> we haven't even gotten the stickers done. <laughs> Just... It's it's just like a lacrosse 
uh, cup, cup, <laughs> s- spray painted gold, and then covered in stickers. I buy it. With, I like, buy that for a dollar. Nice. And we'll use like a uh, clothesline to tie it on. Ah. Beautiful. The official. Anyway, hey, let's talk about some stats. Why don't we? God, now my mind is just thinking about like, how do we drazzle a superhero costume, but like knife breaker style? Oh no! You know, like <laughs> suction cups. Suction, like suction, cups? suction cups, spray painted gold and stuck on your nipples. You could do that on a budget. Yeah, yeah we could do that. that. Yeah. We could do that with a trip to Dollar Tree. I have so much spray paint. <laughs> You're gonna reek. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. What do you think the uh, general rotten tomato score was out of a hundred? Uh, fourteen. Pretty close. Uh, twelve. Oh, okay. This is one of the lower ones yeah. that we've that we've yeah. encountered. How about the audience score? Fifty. Sixteen. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. No, honestly, I I was expecting to be a little higher as well. I feel like over the years it has dropped. It's got to. Out of 10, what do you think the IMDb score is? Two? Should be. Should be. 3.7. Wow. That is higher than I would expect given, uh, given, I mean, just look at it. I want to give it a three. Really? I want to. I want to just because I know what happened in the production. But I've watched it several times now and I... You can't justify that. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I, I can find some good things in it. Great, because you're going to have to in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, really quick, let's talk about the uh, before we get to the Razzies. Let's talk about the stinkers, right? Because this did get mm-hmm. this did win some uh, some stinkers it, in addition it to won Razzie. A bunch of stinkers. Yeah. Uh, so it was nominated for worst sequel, but lost to Speed Two, Cruise, Cruise Control. Control. No, uh, however, no. <laughs> I've never watched it. I've never. I actually saw this is, that this is before worse. the original. <laughs> this is worse than Speed Two. I'd agree. This is worse okay. than Speed Two. Yeah. Um, I believe you. I believe mm-hmm. you. I've I've not watched it, but I'm, yeah. I'm also kind of amazed there hasn't been a Speed Three or Four. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think about it, but let's not put that idea into someone's <laughs> head. Um, where what what would you be speeding on? <laughs> well, first of all, I th- I think that it would be direct to DVD starring Nick Nolte uh, on a skateboard. Oh, wow. Um, on a skateboard? <laughs> uh, Keep it, pushing, it, Nick. It's it's Nick Nolte on uh, playing all the roles. Anyway, so Stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm actually, I've I've convinced myself. I now need, what's Nick up to these days? Something. Um, how many Nicks can we get in a film? Nick Nolte, Nick Cage, Nick Cannon. Every movie I see of Nick Nolte, he looks like uh, a hobo. He's he's getting there. <laughs> was he the disheveled, no. hairy all over, all the time? I get him and Gary Busey mixed up all the time for some. A reason. lot of people do. Yeah, we can get we can put Gary Busey in there too. I think we should leave Gary Busey alone. You know what? You're probably he, he should just <laughs> Nick Nolte, Nick Cage, Nick Cannon. There we go. There we go. Speed oh, three, man. three Nicks. Uh, and we'll make it like an extreme sports movie. Like, oh god, do you remember when there was that time when extreme sports were like super hip and there was a bunch of movies surrounding that? Yeah, triple X, like, like, we'll do... tri- triple X right. uh, the original Paul Blart. 
We'll do that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there was actually a lot of skateboarding in that movie. I know. I watched it. <laughs> cool as ice. Cool as ice. There we go. So we'll do Out that. Cold. Trend. We'll do that trend, but in 2022 with Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> Read off the damn okay. stickers. <laughs> Call it caged heat. <laughs> I like that actually. That's pretty good. <laughs> so it uh, Batman and Robin at the Stinkers. Uh, it won. It won worst picture, worst director, worst actress, worst screenplay for a film grossing over one hundred million worldwide using Hollywood math. I like that caveat at the end. Yeah, mm. yeah, me too. Um, I miss you, Stinkers. Hashtag bring the Stinkers back, baby. Come back. <laughs> Caged heat. <laughs> the skate park will never be safe again uh so, let's talk about the razzies why don't we? uh so at the 18th annual golden raspberry awards i'm surprised clooney didn't get nominated because he was horrible oh for stinkers um i am too actually, actually that's yeah. a good point yeah he yeah you didn't list him anywhere in those nominations N- no huh. no it's i'm not gonna pull it up right now but that is strange. Did you notice a uh, weird head movement that Clooney does in that movie every time he talks? Oh, he's like a bobblehead. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Joe, Joe messaged me earlier and was like, what's wrong with Clooney's head? Yeah, it doesn't stop. It's every no. scene, especially he's... when he's in the cowl. It just, it just can't stop going. <laughs> I noticed, and like that is a thing that I will notice, especially from like stage actors going to screen. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's pretty easy to work that out of an actor. Yeah. I think on every film project I've worked on, I've had to do that for like one actor. It's not a big deal. But I'm like, Clooney, the fuck? You're, <laughs> you're like a an actor. Yeah, like you know what you're doing. You, you're you on the ERs. But you're still on the ERs you're in the middle of this pr- yeah, production. You literally didn't have a day off for like six months. <laughs> Maybe that was what his, his neck was just getting I actually out. <laughs> thought Chris, o- Chris O'Donnell was better in that movie. Honestly. Which is a weird thing to say, but yeah. I, it was weird watching the behind the scenes and seeing Chris O'Donnell as the pro. Right, like the, the so, experienced one. So strange. But I'm like, yeah, I actually didn't mind uh, your performance as much. I'm surprised um, they didn't go with like, uh, like the long hair, like Nightwing look for that movie. We'll get to it. <laughs> oh, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so it it was nominated for eleven Golden Raspberries. Yes, including Worst Picture. It was robbed of not only this win but most wins by a movie called The Postman. Oh, fucking mm. Kevin Costner. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's another one. It's another year where Kevin Costner's shitty film stole all the awards. It's not that that bad in my opinion. No. Post, Postman? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I watched it a long time ago. It's, and I, it's long and boring, it's but long. I mean, it's not horrible. I, no, I think the Razzies mm. just really don't like him. Right. Uh, Kevin Costner. I have but a thing for post-apocalyptic movies anyhow, so. I mean, same. Yeah. And, and Tom Petty's in it, I think. Right. Tom Petty's in it. I think he is. The fuck? Uh, no, but remember, he, he plays Tom Petty in that movie. <laughs> for he he didn't win worst picture for uh, for Waterworld. Listen, that movie was a fucking lie because Tom Petty did not survive to the, the apocalypse. No, oh. and he didn't grow old either. <laughs> well, he got up there. He was pretty old. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Where was I? I have no idea. Uh, the the uh, the Razzies that it was nominated for. Uh, so worst right, picture, right, which right. it did not okay. win. So it, it was nominated for worst picture. It lost the postman. Um, 
it uh, was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress. Hmm. Um, for both... Uh, for Uma? Both, both Chris O'Donnell... No, actress, you said actress. That's because I don't... Word's good. <laughs> uh, Worst Supporting Actor. Both Chris O'Donnell and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. But lost to Dennis Rodman in uh, Double Team? That's, yes, it's a, I've never heard of it. That's that's I don't know. that's that's uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know if it, I watched that ba- or not. <laughs> what is it? That was bad. It's him and Van Damme um, fighting oh, Mickey Rourke. CGI what? tigers. <laughs> CGI tigers. You're not. I think not so, yeah. Selling it. <laughs> Jesus. They're doing I, karate a lot. It's definitely <laughs> worth me watching the trailer. At, yeah. at least, I yeah. would definitely. <laughs> Uh, worst supporting actress uh, was their only win, which was Alicia Silverstone. But Uma Thurman was also nominated, but lost to her. Yes. Mm. Worst screen couple, uh, mm. George and Chris were nominated, but lost to Dennis Rodman and Jean Claude Van Damme. Huh. For CGI Tiger movie. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was nominated for worst remake or sequel, but lost to Speed Two. The prequel to Speed 3. Cage Teat. Cage Teat. <laughs> we really need a marketing team because, like, we're just spinning gold in this episode. <laughs> just god pieces everywhere. We're just giving away these great ideas for nothing. Just nothing. Damn like Joe Rogan. <laughs> It was nominated for Worst Director, but lost to Kevin Costner for The Postman. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it was lost to The Postman for Postman uh, for <laughs> Worst Screenplay. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it some this is some shite. Uh, <laughs> and, and actually, this is probably the one I disagree with. So for Worst Original Song. First of all, the Postman won for quote the entire song score from the Postman, which <laughs> is, that is not a song. That's the score. Come on, Razzies, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, was there a, a like a like a hit song for that movie? Because I know there was Kiss the of the Rose for forever. Oh, for Batman and Robin, there absolutely yeah. was for Batman and Robin, and I I like this song. Uh, it's it's the uh, end is the beginning and, is the end. Yeah, by uh, the so Smashing it, Pumpkins. Yeah. Um, oh. Which, I can't even I remember that song. Re- <laughs> they reused well, they didn't reuse it. They also used it for the Watchmen trailer. Oh, yeah, yes, they did. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. And it worked really well for that. Trailer. Yeah, honestly. Right. Uh, God, when I was in college and like writing really dark shit, and I was just like moody and broody <laughs> and needed medication, <laughs> I would put that song on repeat and just like write angsty shit. Nice. But, but does that song match the movie? Batman and Robin? Yeah. Oh, no. Not at all. Exactly. I mean, Kiss of the Rose does kind of, like, fits that movie, I yeah, guess. I can see you that. Know? I'm yeah. also tired of that song being stuck in my head. What <laughs> fucking movie got that stuck in my head? Thunder Force. <laughs> oh. Which you're now making me say again. <laughs> don't say I got, I got, uh, no, her. <laughs> I Believe I Can Fly was in my head for, like, forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I was in... <laughs> When I was in the sixth grade, they had some kind of like uh, little ceremony for us graduating right. elementary school. And it was a bunch of us little brats on stage singing various songs to our parents' delight. And one of them was, I believe I can fly. Of course. Which has not aged well. 
Especially, yeah. you know, with who's singing it, right? <laughs> yep, yeah. 100%. Just 30 elementary school kids singing, I believe I can fly. Anyway, <laughs> 90s were weird. Uh, and then the last thing it was nominated for was Worst Reckless Disregard of Human Life and Public Property. Okay. <laughs> it lost to Con Air, which... Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, fair. Okay, yeah. I'd buy that. Yeah. That, that, I agree. Yeah. Super duper. Um, so now we're going to get into the critique, uh, which we will do quickly. You sure? Because uh, we could go for a long time on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could, but we have an hour. So for what works, who in the cast worked for you, aside from Michael Gow, which you've already said? Yeah, we did already mm-hmm. sing Alfred's praises. Um Hmm. Chris O'Donnell, I guess. I, I like. I, I'm not a particular fan of his Robin, but he was the the best of the heroes in this movie. If I was at a Chinese buffet and I knew what none of the things were, he looked older than Clooney, uh, though. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah. This is like this is supposed to be like an older Batman, like a more yeah. mature Batman. And right. like, there are times where they either look like they're the same age or like from certain angles, O'Donnell looks older. <laughs> yeah. You think they'll ever do a Batman movie with a kid Robin? I, I would like to see like a young Tim. Yeah. Uh, uh, T- Tim Drake, the character, the, th- the third Robin. I wouldn't um, mind seeing that. I, I, I don't know if they would actually give it a shot, though. I think they should, but. um, They would need to do an older Batman. And they haven't like even even Christian Bale in The Dark Knight Rises. He is older, but he doesn't feel old enough to deserve a Robin. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So for oh god, uh, for the story, what worked? Mm, nothing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm gonna rack my brain for a second here. I, I heard somebody. I'm gonna steal somebody else's answer. Uh, they said that the. Alfred being ill and at risk of dying added some dramatic tension to the story, which I agree. I would yeah, agree with that. But um, coincidence that, you know, it's the same, you know, thing as the Freeze's wife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to talk about suspension of disbelief, uh, this entire film falls apart. <laughs> I, I think you get, you get halfway through the word suspension and just like the entire film collapses. Right, right. I, that, I, that's I, a made up disease, right? Suspension of disbelief. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> McGregor's syndrome. I hope so. I, I'm pretty sure it's fictional. I, I didn't really. I didn't dig into it very far. That that was my um, mom's maiden name. And McGregor. I, yeah. So like as a kid, I'm like, Grandpa's killing Alfred. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I, so along those lines, I will say that, um, at least up until he goes completely, you know, cuckoo bananas, uh, freezes motivations for why he does what he does work, uh, yeah. which we know because it's exactly his motivations from Batman, the animated series. Yeah. Right. Right. Just copy and pasted that storyline. Right. Which I'm not mad about. No, it's, it's fine. A good, it's a good story. And I that storyline, really... if they st- stuck to that, would have been much better. Oh movie. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yes. Um man, we can talk about it now. Uh that episode Arnold's... feels like a Tim Burton movie if you look at it. It has like the same soundtrack, the same mood, you know. I watched through 
all of the freeze oriented episodes of the animated series, uh, including up through Batman Beyond. And the whole thing is so dark. It is. And yes. heartbreaking. You're talking about the Heart of Ice, right? As, uh, episode? Mm-hmm. Heart, Heart of Ice is his first appearance yeah. in the show. And then it just gets sadder and darker from there. Right, right. And free, uh, Arnold's portrayal of Freeze makes no sense. No, none. Just the, the, the kookiness, the puns, the... Uh, though, apparently, that was not originally how it was supposed to be. Really? Uh, from what I from what I was reading, uh, at least in the um, uh, the Hollywood Reporter's twenty mm-hmm. twentieth anniversary piece on the movie, must have been a slow month. <laughs> um, it, uh, they were saying that uh, originally a lot of a lot of Freeze's lines were much more Shakespearean. Oh, like they that were much great. more dramatic. Uh, there was a rumor that apparently Patrick Stewart was being considered oh, for the so role. Cool. That, that would have been so cool. That is who but I would like to have played the role. Yeah, that's fascinating. Because uh, we unfortunately it was apparently bullshit. But uh, uh, but it would have been so cool. Yes, cool. yes, uh, I agree. Um, but then but then Arnie came into the picture, and they I think they were going to try to keep some of uh, some of those lines, and then they scrapped them all for puns. He couldn't do it. Uh, oh no! Could you imagine for a second? Arnold Schwarzenegger delivering like an earnest Shakespearean soliloquy. I've, I've seen that. Have you seen Last Action Hero? I actually have seen Last Action Hero. That's a fair point. I stand corrected. Do you remember the episode of Metalocalypse where Nathan Explosion does the audiobook for the complete works of William Shakespeare? Yes. I, am, I imagine it's exactly like that. Wow. Oh, it's beautiful. God, I can't wait for that movie. Um, I know. I had a point, but it's gone. It's entirely gone. Uh, about Schwarzenegger? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so uh, according to Schumacher, at least, Arnold was the only choice for him. Right. Yeah, I had read that as well. And he said if he didn't get Arnold, and he told Schwarzenegger this, if he didn't get Arnold, he wasn't going to do the movie. So Arnold felt obligated to do so. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, now that detail I wasn't aware of. Yeah. This I is think, also coming from I Arnold, think they were so. just looking for an A-list actor. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, remember, r- remember this moment for later when we talk about Shakespearean dialogue for my fix. Mm. Noted. Um, <clears throat> I'm not even going to talk about themes for this movie. I don't want to. There, I, don't uh, do it. I mean, so I mean, if if you had to pick out themes, it's it, it uh, uh, teamwork, family. Friendship, plants, <clears throat> Bane, Bane. <laughs> Great. Moving on to production, <laughs> but you know, uh, Mister Freeze and and Poison Ivy, it's like two uh, villains that would never team up. It's doesn't make no, any sense. No, oh my god. I mean, just personality wise, I don't right. think they could fucking stand each other. Wouldn't the cold kill plants? You know, yeah. when I was working on the fix for the this that was the hardest thing for me to figure out. I believe that. I'm like, why would these two ever, ever work together? No. No um, reason. We'll see and, we'll you see know, how I did. <laughs> what would be interesting, instead of them working together, they could be at war with each other and Gotham is stuck in between. That I, I like that. I thought about that. And I think if if I was reading a comic book and that were the case, I would love it. Like I think they'd be really good uh Fighting each other. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, so wait, uh, question. If you're doing the fix, do yeah. you have to include Poison Ivy? 
It has to, yeah, right, because I also was like, what if I just get rid of her? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has to at least in some way resemble the original story. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, tr- we, yeah we, we, we try to challenge ourselves to not deviate very far from, uh, from, uh, from what's already presented. Because, like, it would be easy to do either Poison Ivy or Mr. Freeze. Right. Uh, doing the both of them, we'll see how I did. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, so we'll, well, let's get to what we really want to talk about, which is what? Didn't work for Cassie. I fucking hate everything about Bane from the top to bottom. The the, the everything about the character, everything about like I mean, they they, on, they only aimed for picking a a giant muscle bound bodybuilder, which like great, cool. I, I like that he's big, but Bane's supposed to be like cunning and smart and mm-hmm. not right. a Pokemon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he he was uh. He was missing some uh some some brain cells there. Several. Yeah. Just I want the foil gold rare crystal card of Bane <laughs> as a Pokemon. So they should have so the, um oh. had a toy where you know he's skinny and then you inflate him and he gets all big. I would I would have bought that. Yeah, I, right. I will say I did like the initial like visual effect of him yeah, getting yeah. big. Like yeah. like watching like the little guy suddenly well, become swole. That's, kinda, like, was that's one thing effective. I like about the movie that the, the special effects were pretty good for uh, the nineties. For the for the eighties, that was too bad. Yeah, for the late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the moment where he shrinks back down to little dude <laughs> actually like legit freaked me out as a kid. I was yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I remember I remember that being like really alarming yeah. whenever I was younger. And when I watched it this time, it, I kind of chuckled because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, and also I was watching it on a bus on my way to work. <laughs> right, <so>. right. <laughs> um, and uh, you know uh, the funny thing was like Alfred had a Arctic suit already made. He knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just poor Batgirl. I mean, <laughs> I, I want. I'm trying to think if in Batman Forever, if uh, he had any specialized suit, which he he does. He has like a radar, like a bat, yeah. bat dar thing. Yeah. Sonar kind of makes yeah. sense. The 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 bat gimmickry in this one does yeah. not work at all. Like from from the 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 bat credit card <laughs> for the for the for the cheap never leave home without it product placement and the uh, like the bat circular saw that he like whips out <laughs> when he's yeah. whenever they're fighting poison ivy later on. This is really just, embarrassing, but I as a child really wanted that little zappy gun. <laughs> oh, the, the like, like the thing? defrosting gun. Yeah, yeah. I also wanted that, but it also made me mad that they had. Right. That. <laughs> like, why did they know they were going to have to deal with? I, this? I wanted the noisy cricket in one hand and the little defroster gun in the other. These Unstoppable. Yeah. What about the fake lips? Oh yeah, those were. A, I want to say clever ruse. <laughs> those I want to say at least have appeared in a comic book somewhere. Yeah, they're no, still that's stupid def- as hell. But they're, oh yeah, they're dumb. But they're they're also like uh, they're there's precedent for that gimmick at least. Whereas I don't know if there is one for a handheld bat circular saw. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine George Clooney's Batman just sitting around like considering which Batman does in the comics like consider every possible situation that could occur. He's like, what about a circular side? Got Batman Roundup. So when <laughs> Bat- when, when he trowels. was going against the uh Mr. Freeze in the beginning, did he know he was encountering Mr. Freeze? Only once he was already on his way and Commissioner Exposition told him so. Yes. So that that's means right, he has those skates 
on him at all times. They're just built into the suit. They're, They're there constantly, he, apparently. They were in the trunk <laughs> of the car. Good, th- good thing we've got th- good thing we've got our hockey gear in the back seat. Um, <laughs> really, really quick, I want to touch on one more note before we break. Uh, I was watching this TikTok about this person who's discussing how each Batmobile reflects the type of Batman you're going to get. Uh, she she was specifically talking about um, the Batman and Robert Pattinson's car. I love that like, car. It's great. And right. she also spoke about uh, Christian Bale's uh, the, the oh the the, the tumbler, tumbler. Or rumbler whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She she skipped over Batman Forever and Batman <laughs> Robin, however, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, her her theory still applies for it, it still fits Batman and Robin because I'm like, well, what about the stupid fucking convertible car? Right, oh, right. He's a dad. It's a midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> it is. A midlife crisis car. And is it me? Or does does this car not drive that fast? No, it doesn't really go very fast. No, no. it doesn't seem like it. it no, it looks. I give it to them because I think it is a practical. Right, I, but it also I feel like I could outrun it. <laughs> I saw okay. that car on display in the Smithsonian. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Did you laugh at it? Yes, I took a picture with it too. <laughs> Point, laugh, take a picture. It's like a like a freak show and a, like a carny. Right, right. It's with those weird Great. ribs and fins. Oh my god. <sighs> um. So all these things considered, do we feel that Batman and Robin deserves its accolades? Yeah, I think so. I I think that Alicia Silverstone needs to be given a fucking break because of what she dealt with on set. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. Can't, it can't be easy to wear those suits. Okay. Oh my god, no. No. I mean, the like well, I think there I, I read that like in between in, in between scenes and pickup basketball games that he was organizing, uh George Clooney would just make like ribald jokes about how uncomfortable his suit was. <laughs> I think if um, you gain one production. pound, you probably can't fit in that. Oh my god! I, and that's the thing is, like the fittings oof. would take place months before production. So right. if you gained any weight, nope. And she would have been not. She would have been still growing. Like she was younger. She was yeah. still a teenager. Still a so teenager, how creepy so... is it that Alfred knew her size? Huh? <laughs> so exact. <laughs> that's. No, is is that is that creepy uncle or is that exquisite butlering? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like or that Venn diagram's a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so we all agree it deserves the accolades, huh? Fantastic. <laughs> hey, we'll see you all uh, after this break. Psst. Hey, you want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. ...and sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down Nostalgia Lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Later Doomers! Hey, let's let's uh, let's dive back in and talk about how we're gonna make Batman and Robin even better. I do this That's because we burn the script. <laughs> I wish. Okay, I mean, so is that off the table? Unfortunately, we've done this to ourselves. Yes. Damn. Let's recast some people, huh? So the first one I'm recasting is Mister Freeze. Getting rid of Arnie. Right. Kind of. Kind. Oh, kind of. Okay. Kind of. 
Um, mm. I decide. I was thinking. I was trying to think of an actor that was similar to the animated series. Uh, but no, Patrick Stewart. I I didn't even <laughs> think of Patrick Stewart. Um, I went with Jeremy Irons. Jeremy wow. Irons, not bad, Ooh. not bad. Who ended I, up being Alfred later? I think. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, in yeah. the in the alongside Batfleck. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ball would, cap, shaved head. If he would shave his head, yeah, I I believe not a he fucking would. Hack. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Arnie, apparently. Um, not, actually, not a like young Arnold Kevin Spacey. Oh, uh, I do actually know. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Arnold's problematic enough as it is. No, it's so, worse. So, uh, actually, I do know the answer to that question. And oh, okay. so they wanted Arnold to, sh- to shave his head okay. and they talked him into it. He was going to do it. Uh-huh. And then he got on set and he backed out. So they ended uh-huh. up doing a bald cap. So that took his, his daily makeup time from four hours to like five and a half, six hours. Speaking of that yeah. makeup, it looks so fake. Like, it looks like paint on his face. It right. is paint. It's actually acrylic. Yeah, but <laughs> I know. It's not supposed to look mouth. like paint, though. It shouldn't, but... No. <laughs> and, Jack, you are correct. He did end up getting battery acid in his mouth because of that weird LED they put in there for whatever reason. No sense. Makes no sense. But uh, but Jeremy uh, Irons, I think, could fucking work. Right. Um, he could work in anything. To... He really can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was Osmandius. Yeah. It was, was that, in, was in the Watchmen TV show. Yes. It was great. Yes. It was yes. really good. I enjoyed him a lot. Um, moving on to Bane. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> who okay. I've recast as Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would make sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to do a shift here. Okay. I, uh, here's the problem. It was the um, late 90s, and there are not a whole lot of Hispanic actors who are also well, ripped as fuck. Ripped as fuck. I mean, does he have to be Hispanic? Because, you know. Nolan made him like an Englishman or something, right? I mean, no, yeah, Nolan made him fucking Tom Hardy, <laughs> whatever Tom Hardy is. Yeah, um, I was trying to go for one. There's not a whole lot of Hispanic representation in. There's not a whole lot of like people of color in Gotham. What, was like, the Rock an actor back then? No, he was. was this not. was like very early WWF days uh, for him, I believe. Because I was like, "Oh, The Rock would be great." He would have been um, great, but yeah, no, it was way too early in his career, and he wasn't. He also wasn't as like cartoonishly jacked as he is now. <laughs> right, right. right. Um, but uh, in the comics, Bane is um, from South America somewhere. Yes. Only problem with that is like Arnold would never do a movie where his face is covered the whole time. Hmm. You're right. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I don't think he would sign on for that. We'll have him in the mask for a minute and then I'll get it torn off or something. <laughs> uh, moving on. This is a possible recast because I would like to bring Jim Carrey back. But if he won't do it, I would recast him with Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay. he would have been I- really good as a Riddler. Like a I weird think, version yeah. of the Riddler. Oh yeah, I, I would. I'd watch the hell out of yeah. that. That'd be so good. I feel like at the end of Batman Forever, Jim Carrey has become Christian Glover. <laughs> like Honestly? his brain being. I yeah. thought he looked yeah. more like a Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein monster. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so I want to do a couple quick changes for the production, the crew, that aspect. For the script, I want to bring on two Batman writers from the nineties. And I, I, oh God, I feel bad because I'm definitely going to mispronounce his name, but he's like one of the, um, if there was like a, a 
hall of Jack's writers who made something that did b- 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 him, um, <laughs> this man would be there. Like I, his early comic books uh, had a lot of influence on me. Um, and it's Doug, Doug Minch. Monk? Minch. Minch. Is that how you say it is? Yeah. Um, it's M O E N C H. And he wrote Batman between 1983 and 2001. Right. He's, he's a, in Pennsylvania somewhere. Really? Um, he created Moon Knight. Right. And he right. fucking created Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, yeah. Let's bring him on. Um, it's baffling to me that you have certain writers from this time period that are really well known and respected, and he's not one of them. That's bonkers. Because um, he about, wrote um, for both yeah. Marvel and uh, DC. Denny um, O'Neill? De- Denny would be a good person to bring on as a consultant. Right. Um, Doug, I would like to bring on as a writer because... He wrote Batman for so long that he wrote some of the silly shit and some of the serious shit. Like, he wrote the whole gambit. Right. Um, oh. I <laughs> I remember reading an issue where he's like, mm, Calendar Man is attacking Batman. I was like, that was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, they, they made Calendar Man really cool in the long Halloween, though. Yeah, that was that was Jeff Loeb though. Doug was writing him <laughs> back when he wore a stupid cape made out of like a literal calendar numbers uh, and stuff. <laughs> uh, the other writer I'd, I'd like to bring on is uh, Chuck Dixon, who wrote oh, yes. Batman. Uh, uh, he's if, gone. If I heard he's gone um, kind of crazy now, though. Oh, uh, really? Ooh, yeah. I, I was not aware. Yeah. Um, I think he's well, part of the whole gonna... comic skate thing. Comiscate? I'm not familiar with that oh, bullshit. Yeah. The, let's <laughs> let's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep my my enjoyment of him sacred for the moment being. Also, we're we're grabbing him when he's not kooky. Yeah, um, but, that's true. We uh, yeah, this is uh, we're still keeping this in 1997. I might be so wrong. Okay, don't don't. Th- there's don't also a, a Chuck check. Austin who's a comic writer who I can't stand. Anyway, no, I, I can't uh, stand so he, that guy either. That guy's horrible. <laughs> he did uh, Robin Year One, Batgirl Year One. He wrote. Batman comics all through the 90s, uh-huh. uh, another one who's very versatile. Dealing with Kenner so that you give yourself a little bit more time to actually work on the concepts and have the costumes be cool, You, since they're not making costumes off of the actual costumes anyways, you give them all of the concept art and you let them make all the action figures they possibly could want. Okay. Uh, that, that seems like a really simple fix that ba- could have been ba- done. Banana hammock Batman. <laughs> uh, with uh, yeah, that joke went nowhere. Cut that joke. <laughs> uh, and then I I have um, either uh, hire someone to investigate the drawing that was done of Alicia Silverstone. Yes, or put the entire costume department on probation. I actually hmm. want to see this drawing. Anybody has a copy of this drawing anywhere? I don't want to see it. I don't. Th- I don't know that I've heard of it actually being circulated beyond no, that point. I feel like if it did exist, I would have seen it on some site. Somewhere. Yeah. How um, bad was I don't... it? I mean, bad enough that someone lost their job over it. Right. Yeah. Well, also, PA is kind of like. Well, nah. there's that too. There's a PA. Yeah. <laughs> you like fart the wrong way on set in your PA, and you're, you're just <laughs> pack pack up your desk and go home. All right, so I'm going to run through the outline of what I'd like to do, and when I've finished, I'd like to know what your thoughts are. I'm surprised you didn't uh, get, like, Frank Miller. (laughs) No. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody talks about Frank Miller and Batman all the time. Yeah, he's like one of the one of the few Batman writers that is like repeatedly brought up over and over again. If it was Frank Miller in like nineteen eighty eight, yes. In nineteen ninety eight, no. Also, he wouldn't do it. He's working on Sin City. Uh, that's true. Right. Um, right. And the Dark Knight Strikes uh, twice again <laughs> was awful, and I want to <laughs> yeah, that was undo bad. that part of my life. Yeah. Um, all right, hey, so we're gonna open on. An Arkham break-in, which is led by Mr. Freeze. Okay. Hundreds of patients are set free across Gotham. We get a close-up opening, um, the same one we do in the movie, uh, except for both the Batmobile and the Redbird, which is what the motorcycle is called, are gone. Their turntables are just spinning empty. Uh, We do see a single caped driver uh, who drives off in the night, and this is Batgirl. Alfred is nowhere to be seen. She arrives at Arkham. Uh, she does her best, but there's just there's so many. We we then see Robin. He arrives next. Then finally Batman, who is in this movie a dickhead, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I'll get to. While this fighting is occurring, Freeze gets away specifically because Batman and Robin end up fighting like fighting with each other. Oh. When we see Freeze before he disappears entirely, he has gone to a high security wing to retrie- re- retrieve a specific inmate, the Riddler. Hmm. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next scene, we discover that Batman and Robin have since Batman Forever ended their partnership. Oh. Uh, Robin taking over Bloodhaven while Batman takes over Gotham proper. Uh, Batgirl has been working with Batman for about a year and Alfred, however has left Wayne Manor to go supervise Dick, who he feels still needs guidance where Batman was unable to provide it. Um, so this is a hell of a departure this already. Good. This is interesting. It's, it's similar to the third season of the animated series where... Yeah. Or, or the comic, even, where, right. where Dick's kind of grown out of being Robin. Yeah. Um, so, I, is, yeah so we're seeing beginnings of Nightwing here. Yes. I do want to keep the name Robin just for audience clarity because i feel like he's only been robin for one movie changing him to nightwing that's yeah that's fair right um we're still trying to sell toys here um <laughs> so poison ivy has uh in this she's a straight up eco-terrorist from the get-go okay oh and she has made her way into the secret lab in south america which is in the movie she and her other eco-terrorist buddies are planting bombs to blow it up hmm uh, in the she hears some uh, shenanigans in the background or in the back room, so she goes to investigate that, uh, where she finds Doctor. I think it's Doctor Woodrow is the character's name. Right. Woodrow, yeah, uh, Jason right. Woodrow. Yes, giving a demonstration of Venom to a shady figure on a screen. Uh, we see a thief. God damn it, Jack! You asshole. So I just saw some stupid shit I did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we see a thief who stole some bread for his niece who is starving. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> who put a lay is in here? <laughs> uh, Jean Pajon <laughs> receives venom and then bulks up. Woody spots Pam and sends venomed Jean Pajon after her. <laughs> They are both caught in uh, the explosion, the bombs that were set up. They they go off. Poison Ivy becomes Poison Ivy. Uh, Jean Valjean is never spoken of again. 
Um, and as she is recovering from her poisonedness, she's, <laughs> she realizes that the lab that she is in is owned by Wayne Tech. Ah. Kind of like how she did in the, in, in mm-hmm. the actual yes, movie. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, but but since she's an eco terrorist, it makes a little bit more sense that her next move would be to go and uh, go after out them for, on... supri- for supplying them instead of being like, "Oh, here's a beaker. Clearly, I can reason <laughs> right. with this person <laughs> right. to you know, change right. the entire thing." Is she still like a like nerdy yellow. girl? No, fuck that. I hated that. Okay. Um, <laughs> the whole she's she's all that is very problematic, and I hate it. Um, yeah. Is she still played by Uma? Oh yeah, yeah. No, the only. People I changed were the ones I mentioned. Everybody else is still played. Okay. Because we, uh, we have a two-actor change role. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was surprised um, that you kept Clooney, but... Um, yeah. I think for the story I want to tell, which is that of a... A dickhead Batman? A dickhead dad, essentially. Clooney could... You feel Clooney like Clooney would do, do a better job of that? I think so. Okay. I would, um, I would have brought back Keaton. He could have pulled that off, too. He also could have pulled that off, yeah. He wouldn't have done it. At that point, yeah, probably not. Right. Um, what a better script absolutely. he might have. I also mm-hmm. think Val Kilmer could have done it, but he right. wouldn't. He was too busy hanging out with Brando. Unless we got Brando. <laughs> 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 you want to make this movie better. Because <laughs> I also was like, what if we put Bruce Willis as Mr. Freeze? And I, I want to like, give no. you a Batman you can't refuse. <laughs> Late 90s Bruce wasn't bad. Uh, Kilmer? Late '90s Bruce Willis wasn't bad. Oh, oh Bruce Willis. Oh, um, hmm. n- not performance wise, attitude wise. No. Attitude wise, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. Uh. We we continue on to, and I and I, so I I did a pretty solid setup, and then it's kind of like oh, we did a little this, we'll do a little that. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. <laughs> um. And that's what this is, where we do get the scene where Ivy confronts Batman at the gala. Why I don't know. Because I damn sure didn't keep the the diamond thing. You know I didn't. Of course you didn't. And there, there's a fight that ensues. Batman and Robin are ineffective. But Batgirl shows up, who is unaffected, and succeeds in getting Ivy arrested. Freeze, Freeze gets away, which it's a reverse of in the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, however, he is sent to Arkham to free Ivy as per his employer's orders employer hmm. correct hmm. um the plot thickens following that f- televised fuck up batman and robin have it out and we have the full story of what happened um what is that i don't know but something hmm. <laughs> um in in the comics it's not really explained in the tv show it's not really explained well i have to in imagine the TV i mean show, uh wasn't it implied that he had an affair with batgirl you're not wrong, and the reason I'm hesitating to say yes is because it's icky. <laughs> it's kind of, it is kind of gross. Yeah. Oh, God. Especially if we're still going with the idea that this Batgirl is Alfred's niece. This feels even weirder. I left it ambiguous, but yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine it would have to be an extension of kind of what we see in the film as mm. it is. Like it's, it's the tension of... Dick feeling too controlled and feeling he, at Batman's whims. I think that and Bruce feeling that he is taking too many risks. Yeah. He's too immature. We just push that up to 11. We'll, we'll like cut back to a flashback of that being displayed in an earlier case. It, it no did good. 
We'll, we'll have them kick the shit out of Zaz. He's always the kind of like go-to throwaway villain. <laughs> you know, I was I was initially thinking uh, the guy, like the little guy who plays like the yeah. like the the, uh, the 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 killer they bring in yeah. to become right. Bane. I was thinking like, why not make that little guy Zaz? He's kind of got to build and and like. He's got a build for that, and apparently his audition was just to scream and throw himself against walls. <laughs> so like he he crushed it. Yes. So so not Jean Valjean. Not no. <laughs> stop bringing Jean Valjean into this. What what's uh, with all the villains in all these movies? They always have goons that match the you theme. Gotta have right of the villain. Yeah, they they got minions. More yeah. importantly, where are they getting these sweet costumes? Yes. And how are all of them hockey players? <laughs> uh, so so we get the backstory. We then cut back to Poison Ivy, who's oh. escorted by Freeze. I don't want to cut you to... off. I don't want to cut. What happened to Vivica Fox? Who? The his uh the sexy lady that Mister Freeze had. Wait, was that Vivica Fox? Really? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't realize that. Um. Uh, Does he did, still have her uh, around? <laughs> sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> you betcha. Uh. <laughs> So Poison Ivy is taken by Freeze to the employer who has the Riddler. Who? Okay. Okay. It was, it was stolen Freed at the beginning. We still feel like Freeze is in charge, but we know there's some shadowy figure behind him. Freeze wants Ivy to use her spicy flower abilities to get Batman's identity out of Riddler. Oh. Riddler refuses to say, as he did at the end of the... Batman Forever, he's like, no, I don't do it. I'm I'm crazy now. Um, <laughs> she does, except for because it's fucking Riddler, he tells her in the form of a riddle. Ah, this good. is when we hear from behind Freeze and in the shadows the answer to the riddle, which is Bruce Wayne. This is when we get the reveal of Bane. Oh. Oh, so Bane is actually the employer. Yes. Oh, I sense. love that. Yeah. 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 I like Criminal that. Criminal mastermind Bane. Fuck yes. 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 He tells Freeze and Ivy that this is awful, but it's perfect because it's the man they've all hated to begin with. Right. In this iteration, Freeze blames Wayne Tech for okay. the accident in the lab. For what Ivy. happened to Nora. Right. Yeah. Uh, Ivy blames... Same thing. Uh, and Bane, I've gone back and forth over whether or not he actually blames Wayne for what happened or mm. if he's just feigning some shit. Mm-hmm. I only had so much time to come up with Maybe he's it. using it using it as a way to lean on these other villains to do what he wants. Correct. Like, right. What I really wanted to do was have this story, because like all great Batman stories force Bruce to deal with something he doesn't want to deal with. Each each villain represents something. And what I wanted this one to be was to have each of the villains force Bruce to deal with the Bruce Wayne side of things yeah. that he kind of pushes aside while he's being Batman. So um, specifically it came out of the, the line from Batman and Robin where Pam's like, hey, renewable energy. And he's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, which I'm like, well, <laughs> that hmm. aged poorly. Um, and how? So I was like, what if we saw the village where Bane grew up, that being corrupted by the foreign businesses, specifically Wayne? Interesting. Right. Okay. Um, okay. I didn't get to develop that, but like, that's where I would head with it if I could. Mm-hmm. 
anyway. This is already more deep and thought-provoking than the last Batman Forever already. <laughs> it was not hard. Uh, <laughs> so having – and this, this is where I, I would I would lose Warner Brothers. Um, so having gotten the answer out of Riddler, Bane would tell Freeze to take care of him. Freeze mm. freezes Riddler, kicks him over, shatters into a bazillion pieces. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, mm. Just straight up murders Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, he was very expensive. Uh, <laughs> and or Crispin Glover. It, yeah. Sorry, Crispin. <laughs> I mean, like you too, Jim Carrey, but you were too expensive. Yeah. Right. Um, so we cut to Alfred who meets up with Batgirl to help her hack some computer stuffs. Uh-huh. Um, and they figure out who Ivy is. Because they're like trying to like, why would Ivy and Freeze team up? And they like beep boop computer stuff. Like she eventually becomes Oracle, so she's great with all the oh sure business. Yeah, right. Um, and that's when they discover that uh, there are Wayne Tech factories operating out of South America. Mm, okay. Freeze is sent to retrieve something at the bottom of the river. Uh, this is outside of the former final boss location of Batman Forever on that little island. Oh yeah, like metal island. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh-huh. Batman arrives to stop him, but on the island is a bunch of like Arkham goons. Uh, like you do. Right. Goons. They do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Robin also arrives, and like while they're all, they're like bitching at each other and fighting goons, they also have this moment of remembering, like, hey, this was like the first time we teamed up, like on this island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> Bane breaks into Wayne Manor. He intends to send Batman slash Bruce Wayne a message via Alfred. Oh, no. Uh, You bastard. (laughs) Don't kill uh, him. (laughs) Don't read the current comics. Uh, Yeah. Batgirl. Batgirl. Initially, I was like, oh, we could have this be how Batgirl's back is broken oh god okay. you break the All bat right. but it's a different bat it's well not only is she paralyzed as she was in the comics like the killing joke which yeah. pissed off every single fucking nerd um <laughs> but it would also we would also get the main moment and then i was also like no fuck you alicia silverstone deserves more time as batgirl mm-hmm. agreed so I, I just had her getting severely hurt right um forcing batman and robin to work together because that was kind of their go-between yeah, uh-huh. Batgirl. Uh-huh. She was she was the link. Yeah. So uh, basically, I I came up with like Bane's grand grand plan, and then I was like, I guess they just fight and win. <laughs> so his <laughs> his plan um, is to combine the tech of Freeze and Riddler. Uh. So Bane is able to freeze the city and turn its citizens into mindless, mon- basically ba- a bunch of Banes. A brain freeze machine. Because all of the goons that were set free were injected with venom. Oh. But it's not activated until until under extreme cold. Okay. Huh. Fascinating. Mm. Which <laughs> causes absolute mayhem throughout Gotham. Right. Basically covering Gotham yeah. with like 100, 200, 300 Banes. Right, right. It's a lot of Banes. And then Batman and Robin win. Hmm. Somehow. Yeah. Um, I, I initially was like, well, we could have like the Riddler tech uh, use as like some kind of like mind control device for Bane. Because um, he, he wants to, I initially was like, okay, well, if his village was destroyed by capitalism, 
he's right. then going to destroy uh, Bruce's city through like the victims of capitalism. Mm. Um, a bunch of Banes. A bunch of Banes. Right. So the, the reason this is so so choppy is because I had no idea what to do with this movie until literally yesterday. Oh, fuck. When I was – it all filled my head. It just <laughs> all came out of nowhere, uh, which is great, but also like it didn't have time to be polished. Well, yeah. you know, um, one thing that Batman and Robin was missing from the old uh, Burton movies was Murder Batman. He didn't murder that many people in that movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess he just started he's, like. Yeah, sorry, he, he has like uh, some feelings about that. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> he needs a Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take care of those beans. Look at he split. Uh, yeah, you just give Batman uh, a fucking street sweeper, and there we go. <laughs> like, what if he like squeezes for... the entire Bane army and then drives a Batmobile over them and cr- turns them all into like pieces? <laughs> It suddenly becomes the prototype for the Arkham games that come out later. (laughs) I'm traumatized. Uh, So you have three minutes to react to my script, and then we have to go to the interview. Okay. Go. Oh, man. I mean, it's it's definitely better. By leaps and bounds, yes. Yes. I think think it's definitely an improvement. I like... uh, I, I, I actually really... I'm curious to see how George Clooney would handle being this Batman mm-hmm. as opposed to the kind of lifeless doll of I think a Batman he can, he that he can pull he off being a being. jerk. He does that yeah. a lot in movies. He does, yeah. <laughs> he does play a jerk pretty damn well. You yeah. know who I really wanted but would follow our roles? Idris Elba. <laughs> Ooh, Was he acting like, back then? That's the reason I couldn't go in yeah. there. Yeah, that was, there'd be some time travel shenanigans involved <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Also, he's too good for. I mean, he's he wasn't cans. <laughs> you know who I thought a villain would, would work really good with uh, Poison Ivy would be like Scarecrow because I thought like oh, the flower might be, be a in thing. Follow up, you know. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, in the uh, Batman Unchained slash Triumphs, right, depending on right. which draft you got. Sure. Uh, yeah, Scarecrow was supposed to be like the pro- the 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 main villain of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh man, Scarecrow and Ivy would be an interesting combination. Yeah. I right. like that. Uh, th- also, apparently, there were supposed to be uh, uh, there were supposed to be all sorts of stuff like bringing back uh, previous villains as hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Like right. they were gonna, they were going to bring back Jack Nicholson's Joker as a hallucination. Yeah. Yeah. Harley Quinn was going to be the Joker's daughter or some shit. Which right. ew. I think but, it, Madonna was going to wanted to play that or something. Right. Madonna and that? fucking Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Nick Nick Cage was considered for Scarecrow, which would have been fucking sweet. Oh man, that would have been perfect. There we go. Unless he yeah. was too busy filming Speed filming Three Cage Heat. <laughs> well, you know they should get him for the new Pattinson sequel as uh, Sc- Scarecrow. I think he would be Honestly, good. Uh, I would be down for that. Like part <laughs> of me, he, part he of me is it. part of me is hesitant to re- to cast another Scarecrow because Chillian Murphy is just in my head is like perfect. But <sighs> still, I'm curious. If it's still Nick Cage, though, Nick Cage, <laughs> just <laughs> Killian Murphy is good for that iteration of Batman, that style of Batman. Right. He's yeah. not super comic book accurate. Um, uh, not a lot. Not a lot in the Nolan verses. But, no. Yeah. Um, Have you seen that but, movie Pig? Not, not yet. yet. No. We were just talking about that recently. Yeah, yeah we both really it. want to see I'm it. I'm doing a podcast about that. So. Nice. <laughs> I'll have to watch 
watch before then. Yeah, all all the more um, reason to watch that. Uh, great. But, uh, I think I think that you've gotten this out of a lot of Razzie nomination territory and possibly out of Stinker's winning territory. Maybe, maybe yeah, still noms. <laughs> there might be some noms. Uh-huh. There might still yeah. be some noms. In, in this iteration, uh, Bane being Arnold would probably work better. I agree, a hundred percent. I don't know if he could pull um, it off, but you know, I so think he can be intimidating for sure. The right. only issue that I really have is that third act, like, I it's, it it has it seems like it's going to run into like the I don't know how to end this movie problem. Yeah. Not just because you didn't know how to end this movie right <laughs> now, but because like that's still a problem that happens a lot, especially in like superhero movies and it's stuff. It's like let's just fight it out. At the end, yeah, right, basically. Right. So I feel like, in terms of like revised scores for this, I could I could see it getting. Sorry, I thought you meant like musical scores. I was like, oh, all smashing pumpkins. Oh no, all smashing pumpkins all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, despite all my rage, I am still just a bat in a cave. It, I'm sorry. That worked too well. I did. <laughs> I, I, I barely tri- I barely tried. God damn it. Uh, anyway. For Rotten Tomato scores, I think I could see this potentially getting critic-wise up into the high 40s, low 50s. Sure. Maybe. I would say if, high 30s. Yeah, for a better resolution, I think you can probably do it, uh, maybe 70. Great. If, it, if, it if I got it all tied together, yeah. I could definitely yeah. see some audience scores getting up that high. I, I don't, don't know about the critic scores, though. No, it's still so, the 90s. So still you, super you, uh, you don't have Poison Ivy... Fighting uh, the two guys with the with our little like uh, miss or anything, right? Um, n- I don't have it visualized as that. I mean, they you still had her kind of pitting them against each other a little bit, yeah. Uh, for for uh for a point there, yeah. But it's it more like taps into the rage that's already existing, okay. yeah. I imagine she's picking up on that and just kind of using, like, not using the pheromones to like r- get the rile them up toward her, Correct. but toward each other yeah. in that way, right, like, right. get, get the, uh, getting their hackles up. Great, I I crushed it two two Oscars. Uh, let's move <laughs> on to um, our our game that we our, like to play our, with uh, our fellow podcast hosts. Yes, okay. can can we be friends? Uh, where we judge you based upon your movie mm. choices. Okay. Uh, I sent you the <laughs> the questions yesterday and uh, gave you just enough time to fuck it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's start with a movie that you love. Um, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Ooh. No, I'm just really? kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I was saying that's a wild choice. Like, I'm in. Like... We're great. I love it. <laughs> No, no. Um, I I think uh, it. I, I would go with uh, probably Raiders of the Lost Ark. Classic, yeah. absolute yeah. classic. No matter when it's on TV, I have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, my favorite popcorn flick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I adore that movie. Yeah, a movie that you hate. Hmm. It just changes every once in a while. There's always a new movie every year that kind <laughs> of takes the place of that. I mean, I really... Today, in your heart, what are you feeling? Today, I really hate Matrix. 
Resurrection. I really okay, hate okay. Matrix that Resurrections. Yeah. I was okay. like, oh god, yeah. Matrix. Jack also could not stand this. I yeah. I didn't mind it. Uh, it wasn't my favorite. I was, I was so hyped. But... I thought they were going to redeem themselves, and <sighs> yeah, uh, even even with my like somewhat enjoyment of it, I would not go anywhere near saying they redeemed themselves. No, no, no. I I had expectations but i didn't have high expectations Mm -mm. and they still managed to really uh (laughs) Uh, i really i really hated x-men last stand yes oh my god x-men dark phoenix also they have wolverine origins most of the x-men movies are really bad there's a there's a bunch of bad ones there yeah i think I still haven't seen Dark Phoenix because I don't think I can handle watching another no, bad take on no, Phoenix. No, uh, and plus Apocalypse was so fucking bad. I didn't just... go near it because I. I'm like, why would you do that to my boy? <laughs> my sweet, my, my sweet, sweet boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, a movie that you know is bad, but you love it anyway. Um, Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Uh, that is. The Russian fella, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. I always forget yes. if that's three or four. So, th- so this is this is the big Ivan Drago. Right, right. Okay. I know it's not nice. good, but I just I just love that movie. <laughs> is wait, is this also the one with the birthday robot? Yes. I can't remember. Yes, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's also I, the I, one where uh, we, we think Polly's fucking the robot as well. What? No. <laughs> that's uh, the theory on that. <laughs> Because I've never Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> until yesterday, I'd never watched a Rocky. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I watched the first one. Seriously? Like, oh, this was great. I loved it. It's, yeah, oh, yeah. it's really good. So I'm watching the first one and now hearing that Polly fucks a robot. <laughs> and I'm really confused. I'm like, Polly's clearly got some issues, but um, I didn't think it was going to go like full Cronenberg crash on it. Nope, just big old robot pervert. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've watched the Rambos from one to all of them. Shut full the robot perverts. They they <laughs> do go off the tracks pretty immediately. I mean, that's right, true. Right. I uh, mean, again, first one's did fantastic. you see Creed? Oh, God, I love it. I've not. I've not no, seen I'm, Creed. I'm gonna okay. start at the beginning and work my way to it. I guess. Ah, there we go. Okay. Push my way past robot fuckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, he he did a he recently did a director's cut. And cut all the robot scenes. He cut all the yeah. <laughs> really? Stallone went back and cut out all the robot. <laughs> you know, I might have to just watch that. Cut. I don't know if I can do the robot stuff. Um, robot stuff. Uh, no. I mean, it has the best training montage in all of the movies. That's saying something. I want to see a supercut of just the montages. Uh, that's what I that... actually do sometimes. I just join YouTube. Cuts? I I watch the supercuts of the montages on YouTube a lot. <laughs> Nice. Just to Super hype me, hype up myself to to up work. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can feel that. That's yeah. that's I approve. Yeah. Uh, the movie that instantly puts you in a better mood. Okay, um, this is probably Dumb and Dumber. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I always enjoy that too. Like it's just th- that level of just stupidity and goofiness, right. Is, right. and just <laughs> the, the the chemistry between uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels in that is just spectacular. Right. I can I I hate the movie up until after they've killed the guy in the cafe. <laughs> These two fucking psychos kill a bird. Right. Give a bird right. to a 
up to a blind kid. And then murder some dude and walk out. I, 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 for whatever reason, the disease of suspension of disbelief just like wouldn't sit with me. You see, but, like, if I, you're describing that, that part, movie just is so hilarious already. Yeah, you and Joe are just like laughing. Like, yeah, it was great. It was funny. It was funny. I love it. And, like, to me, that is terrifying. And like, super demented oh yeah no yeah it, it is like if you actually stop and think about it at all like it is it, it's bewildering it, right weird i rem- remember a friend seeing it as a kid and then like, telling it to me before i watched it and i'm like why are you laughing <laughs> i watched this with my mom right no for right, real. like you, right we were way too young to- Jesus Christ. i also uh, like the naked gun movies <laughs> oh those are fun them. as hell that's another franchise I need to watch. Yeah, I mean it's it, especially going back. Go back and watch the actual Police Squad TV show as well because that's right, hell. right with him, right? Yes, I, I believe. Yeah, I believe Leslie yes, Nielsen is, in is still yeah. in that as well. Uh, but yeah, no, like, like the like the the movies are so, like they are like the like the peak of spoof cinema. It is, <laughs> and you don't have to get all the references to laugh at that movie either. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. No. Shit. Can't be any worse than robot fucking. Uh, <laughs> last question. A superhero movie that you think is overrated. Okay. Um, uh, well, I mean, the first X-Men movie I did not like. The okay. first X-Men movie? Okay. I don't like any of the X-Men movies at all. I mean, they give you a lot of reason not to. They haven't right. aged well. No. no. Oh, God, no. 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 And uh, you know, knowing really, what you know sorry. about Singer now, I can't even look at those nope, movies. I, I was just thinking that myself, actually. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I actually went to a live lecture that he did at my college one time. Right Which after really? he did. Yeah. He, he went to the School of Visual Arts. And I went there as well. And uh, he, he, he was talking about how he never read the comics and doesn't really like the comics that much i'm like Ugh, uh, i mean of all the <laughs> terrible things for him to say or do that's not top 10 no but, certainly not but yeah. it, it but is this is it, all it before the whole you know stuff. right all, right, all right, the reality right. of what he was doing came right. out yeah. now every every celebrity who's been in a comic book movie since then is like oh yeah i, I love this character when i read him in the comics i'm like you did not read squirrel girl shut the fuck up <laughs> 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 don't lie to me right. uh, alright give, give me a second we need to evaluate whether or not we can still be friends Jones uh, did trick me with the portrait serial killer <laughs> really had that like awkward time where I watched that with a girl and then we went to go make out and I'm like I can't because we just watch any <laughs> and she was like I respect you more for saying that uh, <laughs> yeah we can be friends yeah yeah. yeah. yeah I, think we, I think we can be friends that was yeah, that's good. I, that's I, good. I, I, I can continue with my life now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those are, those are good answers. I really oh, yeah, enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we got a couple minutes left here. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of geeky podcasts out there. We, we're a part of uh, a Facebook group, right? Um, right. Uh, you're the only one that I know that does it with their kiddos. Yeah. Right. Right. So what what inspired you to? I don't have any do... friends. That's why. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, and that was the only acceptable answer. That was yeah. it. That was the only one I was going to say. <laughs> Everything else, I would. It was a lie. 
Well, uh, it, Joe, has any anybody ever told you that you you sound a lot like uh, Seth Rogen? I actually have gotten that before. Yeah, I've we've had people have said have pointed out that I sound mm-hmm. like a couple of different people. Like mm-hmm. for, I've heard Seth Rogen a couple of times, minus the laugh. Um, right, and then uh, who who else did I get compared to? God, I can't remember. I did forget to add to your action figure laugh a laugh button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. uh, I have some friends that do improv comedy, and they love hanging out with me because I laugh at a lot of what they say, and, it may, and they feel better as people for it. it. It's you have to have a Joe in the audience, right? Uh, <laughs> everyone's like, that show is so much better because that one person laughed like a maniac. I don't know, he thought it was funny. I, maybe I missed funny. something, so it must have been good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just an idiot, <laughs> right? <laughs> I see. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what are are you reading any comics currently? What's in your read stack? No, I don't, I'm not reading any comics no? right now. No, no, mm. only the free ones I get from being on the show. <laughs> I get. Uh, I'm getting a lot of free stuff from like really? indie indie uh, creators. Dang, oh, man, that's I, pretty cool. I need to get yeah. myself hooked up with that. Yeah. I paid for yours. <laughs> um, I told you I was going to send you one. I got impatient. Uh, <laughs> did you like it? No. Well, I'm ready yet. Because oh, I don't okay. like reading uh, digital. <laughs> oh, great. You probably bought from Comicology. I did. Yeah, you probably got screwed Dude, like everybody to, else. I tried to buy it on Amazon and you were sold out because you're incredibly popular. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Sold out writer, artist... Hell yeah. Father of two. Mm. No, three. Th- three? Three. Yeah. The other one's too small to be on the show. Ah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. How how long have you guys been doing the show? Around the same time as you guys. Okay. Right. All right. Very cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see who uh, who gets canceled first. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mean, trying, okay? Again, Jack's doing his best, but I just won't let him. Yeah, man, I'm I'm so glad we finally got to to collaborate. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's stupid. It took this long. Right, right. <laughs> schedules schedules are dumb. Yeah. Uh, let's not uh, let's do another movie, but not a comic book movie. Okay. But why? Yeah. No. Let's, yeah. Let's let's do something. We let's, can definitely uh, do that. Do Henry Portrait of a Show Killer. <laughs> 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 and every time one of you two laughs, I'm going to do a shot. Oh gosh. <laughs> No, we no. You want to try to cancel the show, and not be murdered by it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Why are you laughing? It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I usually like dark humor. Anyhow, it's a horror movie. <laughs> it's not, is it? Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Absolutely. It's not even funny at all. I haven't actually seen the it. darkest humor. Okay, <laughs> no, it it is it is. Uh, I'm not easily disturbed by film, but that one uh, that one got I, you, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've seen a Serbian film. That's pretty messed up. Mm, pass. Yeah, uh, that was unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's Julie what noted. it says on the uh, DVD color. <laughs> that's that's and, the pull quote. Yeah. This, this was <laughs> unfortunate. Ellipses. Unfortunate. Yeah, and, I've, I've, and I've seen all three of the uh, Human Centipede movies. That's pretty Oof. bad. Yeah. I put myself through that horror. 
<laughs> well, I will, I will say that while Henry Portrait of Serial Killer is a rough movie to get through, it is a movie of quality. Right. Uh, right. One that you won't re- – well, no, you will regret it. You'll just be like, ah, oh, yes, that was a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, sh- he shouts from the bathroom with his head in the toilet, <laughs> two thumbs up! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fantastic! What a what a great night of podcasting. Um, <laughs> thank you once again, the Geeky Dad. Thank you, uh, where, thank you. Where can people find you? Well, anywhere you anywhere podcasts can be heard, we're on. We're on, you know, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. We're on Anchor, uh, Spotify, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You can't escape us. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, where can folks find you on social media? Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook, uh, the Geeky Dad Podcast. I'm on Instagram also and uh, Twitter. At, uh, at Geeky Dad Pod, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Great, great, wonderful. Well, um, we should probably you... get my kids on the show and get me off of the show. Just have them on the show. See how yeah, you guys just... handle that. <laughs> Would you... This was a nice warm up, but would you send your kids in? <laughs> They're sleeping right now. <laughs> Wake them up. All right. Hey, uh, thank you all for coming and listening to us here tonight. Please keep doing that. Please subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You should be able to find us. Uh, you can find us on social media at Derazzled Pod on Twitter, uh, at Derazzled Podcast on Facebook, and Derazzled underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, what's the handle for that, Jack? Uh, Search Derazzled on TikTok. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, you can also email us at derazzledpodcast at gmail.com. Please let us know what you think of our fixes, and please reach out and let us know what you'd like to see us cover in Season 2. Uh, also, please let us know what you think of the current Razzie nominations, and we will uh, highlight what you say in our Razzie Awards episode. And uh, come back next time, because we're sure to... Razzle-dazzle you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will! We will.